from the Martinique coast to the west coast. This is the Coast to Coast NBA podcast. I'm Chalanga. And I'm Dylan. Jordan 3, LeBron 2. Holy shit. <laughs> George Mikan's number one. If you come at me with some Bill Russell shit, I'm about to pop off. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> now get ready for LeBron James's career because this is even better. Oh, man. Okay, so hold on. Are you going to talk about second retirement? And I don't return. I don't even no. I'm not even going to talk about that. I'm not going to grace that with uh, anything. I'm also not going to grace LeBron James's Lakers career because it's like there's nothing to talk about right now. Okay. I'm not going to blame old players for playing like they're old. <laughs> yeah, you got to kind of cut off careers at like 33. Then it's like, well, yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. I will say there is room for LeBron James to get even better. But here's where we are right now. At age 23, LeBron James was 19 and 14 in the playoffs. Jordan was 1 and 9. 19 and 14. And he was fucking alone, Chalanga. He was alone. That's insane. He was, he was very alone. Jordan had a better team around him, too. How good was LeBron in his first two seasons in the playoffs? We have to remember that Jordan's, I guess his first three seasons, because you said by the time it was 23, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Jordan's first three seasons versus LeBron's first three seasons. I think that's only fair. LeBron's first season in the playoffs was actually in 2005, 2006. So that was his his third season. Third season in the league. Okay. So, I mean, there's something there that Jordan made it right away, granted on a better team. Yeah, but Jordan went to college. Jordan was like 21. There's something to be said for... LeBron James at 23 was 19 and 14 in the playoffs, and Michael Jordan at 23 was 1 and 9. You think LeBron James would have won an NCAA championship? Probably. Yeah, I guarantee it. (laughs) I'm not counting that right now. Um, I'm counting LeBron James at age 23. So the other thing about Michael Jordan is when he came to the Bulls, he had better teams around him. In In his first three seasons, he had players like Charles Oakley, George Gervin, a Hall of Famer. Old George Gervin. And John Paxson. Old George Gervin, but Gervin was still like 16 points. Um, He was still pretty effective from the field, close to 50%. That's cool. Okay, George Gervin was better than Shaq was for the Cavs. Fair. I forgot <laughs> about that. I always forget about that. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah we, all, we all have to forget about that. And John Paxson is a good player. Charles Oakley is a good player. Yeah, yeah. LeBron had like Eric Snow and Zydrunas Il- Ilgauskas. Ilgauskas was his best Although, player. Ilgauskas was pretty good. Delonte West for LeBron. Question. What? How much does Delonte West having sex with, with LeBron's mom play into your rankings? It didn't at all. Do you want to? <laughs> uh, do you want to chime in? <laughs> Well, every time I think about that Cavs team, I always think about how there was this big controversy that there was this rumor that was floating around that Delonte West had sex with LeBron's mom, and it caused a big issue in the locker room to the point where eventually I, Delonte West was, I believe, traded. Like he, he just had to go, but it was never it was never confirmed whether or not Delonte had sex with LeBron's mom. It was just always always a rumor that was floating around. 
I thought it was a rumor, but I thought it was widely accepted that that's just what happened. I think a lot of people do accept it, but it has not been confirmed. Delante West has not, nor LeBron's mom have come out and said, yes, we had sex. Well, I would have sex with LeBron's mom if I thought that I could make someone like LeBron James too. Hey, I would have sex with Delante West if I thought that it would make him play better for my son to win a championship. And there it is, the other side of the coin. (laughs) Uh, LeBron was already a finals player at age 23. Keep in mind. A swept finals player. It doesn't matter. That was one of the greatest teams of all time. True. Damn. Holy crap. He was 22. Anyway, LeBron faced a really good Pistons team in Chauncey Bullops, who is probably going to be a Hall of Famer, Flip Saunders, who's one of my favorite people of all time, Rasheed Wallace, who's probably not a Hall of Famer, but Hall of Very Good, and Chris Webber as a definite Hall of Famer. Ben Wallace wasn't on the... uh, wasn't on the uh, Pistons this year. Was Rip Hamilton on that team? I think Rip Hamilton was probably still on that team. Yeah. We're in 2006, 2007. LeBron's... F- oh, LeBron's so Ben Wallace was on run. the Trailblazers at this point or some shit like that. Yeah. Ben Wallace okay. was gone. But uh, yes, Rip Hamilton was a an all-star. And LeBron beat that team. That's pretty good. That's a, That's amazing. That's pretty that's good. A be- he beat a team that's better than he was and was like adults. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. unreal. They get to the mm-hmm. finals with the Spurs. The Cavs, they had one Hall of Famer. The Spurs had four. They had Pop, Manu, Tim, Tony. That's it. They also had Bruce Bowen and a lot of other really great role players. Yeah, Bonner. They had so many great players. But not only has Michael Jordan never dealt with a Hall of Fame deficit in the finals or the conference semifinals, for that matter, but just look at the rosters. That's disgusting. LeBron making the finals at age 22 with that roster should be seen as one of the most athletic feats of all time. Yeah. Just carrying them with 22-year-old man strength. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Dylan, What? I'm already like, you're getting through LeBron's career, and maybe it's because I lived through it, but also, like, just looking at Hall of Fame count, I'm thinking about LeBron's yeah. finals. Yeah. And you'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Keep, keep it up. Keep it up. In 2008, LeBron James ran into the 2008 Celtics. Do you know how many Hall of Famers were on that team by chance? Oh, God. So, KG, <laughs> Paul Pierce. Ray oh. Allen. Maybe uh, Rondo. Maybe Rondo. Doc Rivers. And LeBron in 2008, he took the Celtics to seven games and lost Damn. game seven by five points. That team also had like young Kendrick Perkins, right? Yep. Big Baby Davis. Yes. Damn. So possibly five Hall of Famers if if you include Doc and Rondo. I think I think that gives them four point five. Damn. I don't think Jordan ever lost to a team that good. Or ever beat a team that good, I should say. Or lost to a team that good for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was a good ass team. 
Um, in 2009, LeBron loses in six to the Orlando Magic. Now here's where we're starting to scratch into the armor. Yeah. Both teams had two all-stars, but LeBron's all-star was Mo Williams. <laughs> hey, one of the greatest Timberwolves of all time. <laughs> one of the greatest Timberwolves scorers of all time. Scored 50, 50 in the game, target baby. center. <laughs> the Magic had the second, third, and the fourth, be- fourth best players. They had um, Dwight Howard, Hito Turkoglu, and who was the other one? Oh, Richard Lewis was... Oh, Richard Lewis is... He was the all-star that year. Oh, that's what you're thinking of. Oh, what's his name wasn't an all-star? What's his name? Um, Little short, round point guard. Oh, my God. J.J. Redick was on that team. Damn, that's a good-ass team. That was a good-ass team, though. Jameer Nelson. Jameer Nelson, thank you. Yeah, he was uh, definitely on that team, but he did not play because he got injured. Got it. Thank you. He played 42 games that season. Got it. And he was an all-star that year. Yeah. But he didn't play against LeBron. But that team, underrated. Because... Actually, interesting. Jameer Nelson came back for the finals. Oh, he did? Okay. That team underrated because they, like, really had an amazing formula that was hard to beat. And... Dwight they was kind hard of, to beat back then. Yeah. I mean, they... <laughs> and they had Stan Van Gundy, who's an underrated coach. Yeah. And they, like, the, they... The stretch big was huge. Chris Bosh was so good thanks to that team. They played four out and let Dwight go to work and then have four shooters surrounding him in JJ, Jameer, Rashard, and, and Hito. I mean, it was like... It was brilliant until people, yeah. you know, until Dwight couldn't, until that Dwight got hurt and couldn't just like destroy everybody. And then that formula doesn't work. Yep. Anyway. I agree. I think Dwight Howard is an underrated player. He's a clear Hall of Famer, just a clear Hall of Famer. Absolutely. He was the best player in the league for more than one year. According to Basketball references, Hall of Fame probability. Dwight Howard has a 99% chance of getting to the Hall of Fame. I don't know why oh, yeah. anybody's even discussing it. No question. It's because we're watching him play really poorly now, slash not play at all. <laughs> slash yeah. he has, like, he didn't, he did not age with grace. We'll just say that. But, I mean, even when he was, he was playing well, but that's not what we're talking about because I, I know that Dwight Howard's not your number one. Anyway, keep on going with LeBron. So they lost to the Magic, who were an underrated so team. Underrated team. The craziest thing about the 2009 playoffs for LeBron was that he had a PER of 37.4 and a box plus minus of 18.2. Okay. <laughs> Michael Jordan's best was in 1990 when they lost in the conference finals as well. So he had a PER of 31.7 and a box plus minus of 14.3. So LeBron's PER was seven points higher and his plus minus was four points higher? Kind of, yeah. Damn. <laughs> okay. His box okay, plus LeBron. minus. Okay, LeBron. Yeah, I mean, box um, plus minus is, fall, is, is flawed. They're all but, flawed. Everything's yeah. flawed. But uh, Michael Jordan's best PER was technically 32 in the 91 season, but 
Um, his best playoff performance was definitely the 1990 season because he just he was scoring more points and he was being very efficient at it. 36 points, seven rebounds, six assists. Seven rebounds, seven assists. Yeah, that was his best season. Wow. Okay. So yeah, LeBron just took it, took that performance to another level. All right. So after he lost to the Magic, what happened? LeBron loses to the Celtics in 2010 in the Eastern Conference semifinals. The Celtics would go on to lose in seven to the Cody Bryant Lakers. That Lakers team was mad good, yo. The Okogi Bryant. Wait, sorry, I can't pronounce his name. I don't remember what that Okogi Okogi Bryant is right. Um, okay. But that Lakers team was mad good. Derek Fisher, Pau Gasol, Lamar Odom, Andrew totally Bynum. Good. Oh, they had three seven-footers. Almost as good as that Celtics team. Yeah. <laughs> so LeBron's team was the one seed, but LeBron's second best player was 37-year-old Shaq in 2010. So I can't blame LeBron for losing to a team that just had so many options of good players when he was the team that he was the only person on his team was that was even like average. Yeah, and it's like at that point KG was finishing at the five, and it's like who did the Cavs have to stop that? You know, or Shaq. to even for five right, minutes. Shaq against KG. Are you kidding right. me? Thirty-seven-year-old Shaq against prime KG. No way. End of his prime, but yes, still prime. Totally. Uh, so LeBron was like, "Oh fuck, I cannot beat the Celtics. What should I do?" So he ups his game. And he creates one of the best teams ever created. Damn. The 2011 good. through 2014 Miami Heat. Mm. But in the 2011 finals, the Heat lose to the Mavericks in six games. I really think that this, that this Mavs team is underrated. Do you want to know the Hall of Fame count for these teams? Okay, let me see if I can do it. Dirk, one. Yes. Rick Carlisle, two. Rick Carlisle is not in the Hall of Fame, but he could be at some point. He will be. I mean, I you, didn't you count got, him. Uh, you didn't count him. Okay. Jason Kidd. Yes. Um, Sean Marion. Yes. And that's all I got off the top Who, of my head. Sean Marion's a borderline, I believe. He's a borderline. Yeah, he's not. He's not a Hall of Fame, but he's a borderline. He's a very good player. But I wouldn't say that Sean Marion is. That much better than 2011 Chris Bosh, so I'm going to count him there. I, I don't know. I can't remember the rest of that Mavericks team. Um, Jason Terry. Mm. No, Jason Terry wasn't. He wasn't a Hall of Famer. I'm not counting him oh, as that. got it. I was just saying that uh, that Jason Terry was on that team, and he played really well. He was like the third best player in that series. So two Hall of Famers for sure. Rick Carlo will probably be a Hall of Famer, so three. And yeah. Marion is a borderline. I don't know if he'll ever make it, but he's a very well, good player. I think I counted Marion, and I did not count Carlisle. Hmm. Okay, that's just difference of opinion. Yeah. But still, it's about even. I would say that these teams are about even in Hall of Fame count. Three is that to fair three? to say? Was Ray Allen on the, the ca- no. uh, heat at that point? Okay. He was not. Because he was still on the Celtics. And... You could say, oh, Spo's a great coach, but this was his like first time coaching in the playoffs ever. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if he's a Hall of Famer. I think he's less of a Hall of Famer than Rick Carlisle, especially at that point. So I'm going to give them about an even Hall of Fame count at three to three. However you want to count Marion and Carlisle at this point. Additional former and future All-Stars, Juwan Howard was playing for the Heat. Oh, yeah. He was pretty old. But Peja Stoyakovich and Tyson Chandler were secretly super good additions by the Mavericks. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. They had a good team. They had a really good team. They did have a good team. This is probably the most damning part of LeBron's resume. I would argue that the Mavs team was deeper, but the Heat had the best. He played really bad in that finals, right? According to game score, which I think is basically a PER, Dwayne Wade had the highest game score, followed by Dirk, followed by LeBron and Jason Terry. Closely behind that. Yeah. Did you um did you look into possible reasons why LeBron played so bad, or did you just mark it off as just like a off series? I think that this Mavs team is better than we gave them credit. I think LeBron James got caught up in the moment. And Dirk is very good. Dirk also played out of his mind. And the Mavericks shot really well. See, I think this I think that finals loss is that's tough. It's it's a tough pill to swallow because that Heat team was very good. They weren't that good. Their their fourth best player was Mario Chalmers, and they didn't even have a fifth best player. They didn't did they have Shane Battier at that point? Or no. did the Heat Okay, so Shane Battier and Ray Allen came on the next year. Udonis Haslam was their fifth best player. Okay. What about, you said Jawan Howard. Jawan Howard's game score was 1.2. Jawan Howard wasn't even close to the fifth best player. There was a, he was horrible. God, who else did they have on that team? I don't even... I'm telling you. Mario Chalmers, and that's it. <laughs> okay, but then the next year they had... Um... Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for for 2012. So LeBron faces the Thunder. The Hall of Fame count is the same. I have the same Hall of Fame count here. Three and three. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. No, but As Ray Allen's on this on this Heat team. No, he's, no, he's not. not there yet. He's not until 2013. Oh, shit. Okay. Shane okay. Battier is on this team. Love Shane Battier. A great Frenchman for Martinique. He played for Martinique in his heart. Who did who did they play in the Eastern Conference semis this year? Okay, so I did want to get to this actually. So thank you for um, thank you for introducing me to this. In the 2012 conference semifinals, LeBron James took out that Celtics team one last time. This is mm. this is Bill Simmons like one of his. I wish I had that back because. This was really their last stand before they were all traded to Brooklyn. Yeah. And that was that same Celtics team. And that was Ray Allen still who ended up going on to the heat. And I think that's why those guys ended up hating each other. Right. Isn't that right? Because Ray Allen went on to the heat and kept winning. Yeah. I think that there was some beef about that in the Mm -hmm. finals. The heat beat the thunder four games to one. It's not even close, but the hall of fame count is even, uh, the Thunder obviously have James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and Kevin Durant. Very young versions of them. So I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say that it's the MVP version of any of them, but they are three future MVP players. They comprise three, possibly four of the next seven league MVPs. Possibly four of the next eight, I mean. Three of the That's next crazy. seven. Though. 
KD yeah. was scoring leader that year too. I believe so. I believe that's right. So um, LeBron took out a pretty good team, and he took out an even better Celtics team who were on their last stand before they went into the twilight of their careers. I'd say it's a pretty good win. I would say that's also better than any win Jordan had between both of those teams. That's that's as good as... Because I'm counting the Suns as Jordan's best win, the 1993 season, because he beat that uh, Pat Riley Knicks team too. So I would say that the Celtics and then taking out a really strong young Thunder team, I'd say that that's better. I think I'm more impressed with Jordan's Utah win than you are. Yeah, I'm I'm just not impressed by Carl Malone at all, ever. Anyway, in the 2013 finals, the Heat beat the Spurs 4 to 3. The Hall of Fame count, the Heat had four Hall of Famers this time because this is where Ray Allen came. The Spurs had four or five depending on where Kawhi goes. I'm thinking Kawhi will be a Hall of Famer, but Oh, can, wow. You can you can talk me out of it. I mean, I think if Kawhi plays for three more years at a similar level, I think he's Hall of Fame. I don't think he needs to win another finals for him to be a Hall of Fame player. No. I think he just needs to win a couple more All-NBAs. Yeah, one and, or two. Or at least some All-Defense, you know, Yeah, which he will. And he already is doing that this year. <laughs> yeah. So in the 2013 finals, it's kind of similar to the 2000 or to the 1993 finals because uh lebron is similarly bailed out by ray allen as michael jordan was with john paxson in 1993 i'm not even sure that the heat were a better team than the spurs actually i think that they were the worst team but lebron james was just in goat mode because Mm -hmm. for the second straight year lebron james was the best player in an nba finals 2014 finals, the Heat lose to the Spurs. The Hall of Fame count is the same, but this is where Kawhi decides to win finals MVP. This is a classic pop series. He's the GOAT coach. The GOAT coach beats the GOAT. And uh, LeBron was still the best player in the series by far. One of the secret things of the 2014 season is that Dwayne Wade wasn't, he was maybe not even a top 20 player that season. He was hurt for um, a lot of it, right? He missed all NBA and he was he was while he was healthy in the finals, he just wasn't playing as well as he could have. I think this was the beginning of the end of Wade's career. He never was the same after that. Yeah, you know, he was he was such a physical player that that's that I mean it just catches up to you. You know, it mm-hmm. just it just always does. If you're falling on the floor after high flying acrobatic layups and dunks. You're going to start to feel it. Yep. He was. He never made an all-NBA all third team after 2013. And LeBron was like, I see the writing on the wall. Dwayne Wade, while he was a great player in 2008 through 2010, is no longer a great player. 2006 through 2010. Yeah, let's say that. I was thinking when he was like all-NBA first team. 2015 finals. The Cavs lose to the Warriors in six games. Can you believe that this series went six games? Yeah, that's crazy. The Hall of Fame count was Cavs 1, Warriors 3. Now, I'm not counting Kyrie because he's only had one third-team All-NBA. And he played one game. Oh, yeah, he was hurt. 
But even if he didn't play one game, he's only had one All-NBA, and it was third team. And it was 2015, I think. I think it was this season. Yeah, it's, I just yeah, you're right. I wonder if Kyrie will be healthy and healthy enough to make the Hall of Fame. But I would also argue that he is probably a Hall of Fame level talent. He, I think he's definitely a Hall of Fame level talent. Well, I can't count him if he only played one game that series. I know. So he has right. a he has a sixty one percent chance actually, according to Basketball Reference Hall of Fame probability. What's Kevin Love's? 67%, 68%. But I can't count Kevin Love because he was hurt the whole playoffs. Oh, it was just LeBron, huh? It was just LeBron. He took the Warriors to six by himself. With J.R. Smith and Iman Chumbert. And Tristan Thompson. <laughs> just a horrible team. This is worse than any of his 2008, 2010, whatever teams. Who was the point guard for that team? Did they even start a point guard? Like, <laughs> Matthew Dellavedova. This was maybe the best LeBron performance of all time. Zach Lowe voted for LeBron for finals MVP, and that's saying something, because Zach Lowe doesn't just give the finals MVP to someone who loses. Because he, he averaged a triple-double that series, right? 36, 13 rebounds, and 9 assists. Damn. Michael Jordan's best performance was 41 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. I would say that LeBron, LeBron's performance was better. That's just if you ask me. Damn. And that Warriors team was crazy. 4-1 four, four to one Hall of Fame count, right? That's crazy. 3-1. to one. Uh, Steve Kerr, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry. Oh, yeah, because Draymond, we're not quite there yet. So that was a pretty crazy finals. And it was also LeBron's fourth time in a row that he was the greatest player in the finals. 2016 finals. LeBron has his moment that Michael Jordan will never touch. He defeats the greatest team of all time. The Hall of Fame count. Cavs three. Warriors three. But this was the greatest Regular season team of all time, seventy three and nine. A, something that Michael Jordan was never able to do. Yeah, and I mean, really though, the the Cavs Hall of Fame count is a three with an asterisk. Kevin Love didn't play in one of the games, and he didn't start in another one because he was still injured. And we're not. Well, also, we're like we just discussed. We're not sure about Kyrie or or Kev, or K Love. We're not sure. And we're also not sure if Draymond's a Hall of Famer. He could be a Hall of Famer, too. Yeah, but Steve Kerr definitely is. Steve Kerr definitely is. So it's 3-3. Three to three. I had it as 3-3. Three to three. But mm-hmm. the Warriors were up 3-1. to one. I know. And, Le- and LeBron James came back. <laughs> and I don't care if Draymond was suspended because he deserved to be suspended. He was playing mm-hmm. like a jackass. Steph was hurt. That's what people say. People say, Steph was hurt, though. I don't care. People get hurt. That's how the playoffs are. You play 100 games, everyone's going to be a little banged up. No excuses. Andre Godala was hurt. I don't care if Iggy was hurt. I don't care either. I remember Game 7, because that Warriors team was not, that was not a thin Warriors team. That was one of the, the more deep Warriors teams, too. Because Sean Livingston was still good. They had Andrew Bogut. It was one of the greatest teams of all time. And LeBron James came back from 3-1, and he beat them in their arena with a block. 
If you ask me, the block is greater than any Jordan moment ever. Game seven, game on the line, and he blocked Iguodala's ass. Game seven of that finals, I was at summer camp oh, in Jesus. Rural, rural Wisconsin. I tried so hard. Is that to where you get... met Abigail? Yes, she was not there this year, though. I don't think. Maybe I. I don't remember. I tried so hard. We went out and bought a TV satellite, and we tried to get reception, and we did, but then a storm rolled in, so we couldn't get any reception. We were trying everything. We were putting tinfoil on it. We were, like, someone oh was standing God. on a chair trying to get reception. But so we watched the first two quarters on, like, this shitty fucking just, like, staticky, grainy, fucked-up color reception <laughs> uh, TV and then a storm rolled in and we all had to go to like the main cabin in the middle of camp because it was a oh very bad storm we even like flipped up the tables and put up against the windows because it was it was very very dangerous could you watch the game we managed to get the game on radio and so we were all <laughs> huddled listening to the we we got it like in the last like three minutes when it got real and we were huddled oh listening God. to it on the radio in the middle of a storm. It was, uh, it was crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. What did? How did you feel when you heard the block? You didn't even get to see it. Oh, I felt it. so good. I wanted. I was rooting for LeBron so hard. Oh my God! I wanted him to win so bad. I just, I. Oh. It was and he honestly, did it. it was one of the greatest basketball. Mo- it was the the second greatest basketball moment of my life. What's number one? When I was at the Timberwolves game when they made the playoffs oh, against the Denver Nuggets. Oh. That is amazing. So Jordan's game six buzzer beater to seal his sixth finals was that was a great moment, but it's not even close to as great of a moment as that block was because I watching that was like I've never seen someone physically turn into the thing that you want to embody when it comes to like someone not letting their team lose jordan mm-hmm. never let his team lose in a different way yeah but never when it was a game seven on the line coming back three one he was on the road it's pretty amazing yeah, that was amazing that's my greatest moment in basketball history and i don't think that that's crazy for me to say that no i don't think so at all you think that i would have thought 98 was great his game six buzzer beater like or I the think shot in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> I just think that there is something to be said about living through something and seeing it, you know? Yeah, but LeBron had great moments. I mean, I think he had that buzzer beater against the Pacers where it was like game seven or game six and he just shot a buzzer beater three to win. Oh, it. LeBron has had so many great moments. The the fucking running buzzer beater against the Raptors uh in two thousand eighteen. That was yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> I mean Yeah. But people say LeBron's not clutch. He is easily a top five clutch player. He had one bad playoff series, and people say he's not clutch. 2017 finals, the Cavs lose four games to one to the Warriors. The Cavs Hall of Fame count is three. The Warriors Hall of Fame count is now four. LeBron had to face two MVP-level players in their prime in the same series. Yeah. Jordan hasn't even come close to that. Four, maybe five. Maybe five Hall of Famers. We established it as five earlier in the pod because Draymond plus Iggy equals one. 
if Draymond plus Iggy equals one, then that means that they had four Hall of Famers before that in the other two series. So LeBron never had an equal Hall of Fame count, except for the 2011 finals. In 2017, LeBron put up a game score of 29.6. Jordan's best finals appearance, 29.6. Okay, okay. 2018 finals, Cavs get swept. So you're going to think, oh, well, this is simple. They just got swept. The team was 45 times better. I don't know what LeBron needs to do to pass MJ. Because even though the Warriors swept them, he almost won game one if it weren't for JR's stupidity. He should have won game one. He should have won a game against that team. That's insane. Yeah, that game one thing really kind of just like made that whole series spiral. That took the Cavs out. Yeah, I honestly think that they could have won two games mm-hmm. because if it weren't for JR. Because the, the Warriors were close to unbeatable but if the Cavs like the fact that the Cavs couldn't pull out a game that they basically had won like they ha- they had that game in the books if they call a timeout but for the seventh year in a row now LeBron James was the best player in the finals oh he really damn seventh year in a row he was better than KD both years yeah that that Cavs team was rough, and they they recon they completely reconfigured at the trade deadline. They I mean they they had no business even being in the finals really, except that there was pretty weak competition in the East, so they had to beat the Kyrie-less Celtics to go to the finals. You know that like that's not impressive. But the Raptors sweep was pretty impressive. The Raptors sweep was impressive, except for the fact that the Cavs continually down like lebron has never not handily beaten the raptors you know like he beat the pacers in seven this is the eighth year in a row he was in the finals okay i I hear you. the only other player who did that was bill russell i'm gonna come i'm gonna come back at you with some rebuttals i still have to talk about a couple more points pippen versus wade quality of talent defense and advanced stats those are my next things that i have to talk about LeBron only went two for four with Dwayne Wade. That's what everybody says, right? Mm-hmm. But the highest value over replacement, the highest VORP, as they call it, of Wade's tenure with LeBron was 5.7 in 2011. And that trended down to 1.9 in 2014. Scottie Pippen had a VORP higher than six in five of the six Bulls championship seasons. Damn. Scottie Pippen is ahead of Dwayne Wade in total win shares and value over replacement player. Pippen had a way better career, and on top of that, LeBron only had Wade after Wade's prime. Remember that Scottie Pippen went 6-10 and 10 with Jordan because there were the first three years, and then there was also the one year that Jordan came back. This is actually a good point, is that Scottie Pippen is probably a top 20 all-time player. Maybe even higher. Whereas Dwayne Wade is a top 30 player. And LeBron never played with Dwayne Wade while he was an all-NBA first-team player. Dwayne Wade in 2011 was all-NBA second team, and he got worse after that. Third team, third team, and then wasn't on any teams. Okay. And Scottie Pippen was only 6 for 10 with Jordan. They missed, they missed four finals together. 
Dwayne Wade and LeBron James missed zero finals together. Scottie Pippen was All-NBA for seven straight years, from 1992 to 1998, including two All-NBA first teams with Jordan and one without Jordan. Kyrie has only gotten one third team, and that was in 2015, and he was hurt in the finals anyway. So LeBron didn't play with Kyrie in the finals when he was an All-NBA player. LeBron only played with All-NBA players in three of his nine finals appearances. And he won three of nine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Pippen had 19 playoff wins without Jordan. 19. He almost beat the Lakers. He went to seven games with the 2000 Lakers. Jordan had two playoff wins without Scottie Pippen in his career. In the playoffs, Scottie Pippen had a higher value over replacement player, Vorp, than Jordan in 1996 and 1998. How many playoff wins did Dwayne Wade have without LeBron? I didn't look that up, but it's probably a lot. (laughs) But LeBron has a hell of a lot more without Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The crux of your argument is that Scottie Pippen to Michael Jordan is far superior, and Pippen is far more important to Jordan's success than Mm -hmm. LeBron to Wade. And also, LeBron and Wade never played together during Wade's prime. That's my other argument, because Wade was already on the decline. Yeah, he was hurt. He was hurting. Okay. I vibe with that. And Michael Jordan had Pippen throughout his prime, obviously, because he had him from his rookie year to his 10th year. Right. My next point, oh, but the quality of the league. Kevin Pelton wrote an an article that estimates that LeBron, from Jordan's time to LeBron, the drafting pool has grown 28%. That means like 28% more talent is coming into the league each year. And the league has only added one team. The contrary to that is that Jordan was beating up on six expansion teams throughout his career. That means easy regular season wins. Mm -hmm. On average, Kevin estimates that LeBron's seasons are 12% more competitive than Jordan's. Interesting. I kind of believe that. I mean, like, I I mean, the NBA right now is really, really, really good. Way more talented than in the 90s. Yeah. It takes two MVPs to win a championship now. That's insane. Yeah, and I think early in LeBron's career, we went, we were in the midst of some lean years. But starting with LeBron's draft class, we started getting some real, real talent in the league. Started to get thick, T H I C C, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, LeBron's played in some competitive leagues. And a lot of that's because of international talent coming in. And a lot of that international talent came in because of Michael Jordan. So credit him for that. But LeBron's just played in tougher leagues. Defense. Oh, the defense was so much better than the 90s. Yes, hand-checking was less enforced. But double-teaming was termed illegal defense. Defenses were more physical, but they were also a lot less sophisticated. So I would give it probably a wash. Yeah, it's like it's like defenses can kind of do whatever they want now. They just can't be as physical. And you have to play way smarter, and you have to play help defense. And the pick-and-roll defenses, it's a lot more detail-oriented. Okay. Oh, and here is the most crazy thing that I found. 
LeBron is ahead in value over replacement player. He's got like 124. His his career VORP is 124. Jordan's is 104. His playoff VORP is 33.1, and Jordan's is 22.8. Damn. LeBron has more playoff win shares as well. LeBron has 51 career playoff win shares. Jordan has 39.8. Well, the win shares are Jordan kinda, is in second. The the win shares are are tough because LeBron has had 15 seasons to compare to Jordan's 12. Right of like playoff basketball of like, no thirteen and thirteen playoffs playoff seasons they've had. The oh, same. they both have thirteen playoff seasons. Yes. Okay. The only thing that can be argued is that LeBron played in seven game series, and Jordan did not. Mm. So let's say LeBron has one more game. Each first round, does that make sense? Because he largely swept them. But doesn't win shares measure? Doesn't it only? Isn't isn't wins the only it's, measurement? It's cumulative. Oh, okay. So it's it's like how much of the win did you deserve? Got it. Like whether how it's much a, of the win did whether you it's deserve. a win or a loss? Correct. Okay. So LeBron has more win shares. A lot more win shares. Like twenty five percent more. What's the game comparison between games played in the playoffs? Uh, I believe LeBron's at like 230 or 240, and Jordan is at like 180. Okay. So like... So if it's 240 and, and 180, yeah, that's 25%. And 53, you said, to 39? Yeah. That's... 51 to thirty to 39.8, so... That's about 25%, too. Bottom line is that LeBron, in terms of advanced stats, just destroys Jordan. Yeah. And you can all you can say like oh but win shares per forty eight I don't like that stat because Jordan didn't have to play as many minutes as LeBron did so his minutes are diminishing you know what I mean yeah hmm Dylan you've given me a lot to think about my rebuttals are one I think the Mavericks loss is more damaging to LeBron's career greatness than you I think that some of the teams that Jordan played against are better than you think they are, namely the Utah Jazz. Are John Stockton and Karl Malone better than Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen? No. Or even close to as good. And then you think about supporting cast, and you have Steve Kerr, and you have Dennis Rodman, who is a top 15 player. It's like Scottie, Scottie Pippen is, is better than... John Stockton and Carl Malone, probably. If you were to put together a list, Scottie Pippen would probably be ahead of both of those guys. Yes. So I guess one of the major cruxes of your argument is that LeBron, LeBron's second best player was always worse than one or two of the best players on the other team. Because even, yes. even Mavs Heat, Dirk's probably greater than Dwayne Wade. In terms of career? Yeah. In terms of the actual series, Dwayne Wade had a better series than Dirk. But Dirk, in terms of his career, yes, is better. Obviously, the the Mavs 
uh, thing is the is the black spot on his resume. And Jason Kidd is higher on an, is is higher than Chris Bosh. Easily. Hmm. And Sean Marion is probably close to Chris Bosh. And then you just look at it, and then Tyson Chandler. We already talked about how deep that team was. Tyson Chandler and Jason Terry was the third. He was like the fourth best player in that series behind LeBron. And he guarded LeBron, I believe. Dylan, you may have convinced me. (gasps) But I won't be truly convinced until I know who the first player is. And we won't get to that until next time. So, thank you for listening to this behemoth of a pod. (laughs) We love you all very much. Don't forget to follow us on the socials at Coast to Coast NBA on Twitter, at Coast to Coast NBA pod on Instagram. Send us an email. We did an email shout out earlier in the pod. I don't remember what for, but uh, if you remember, email us at Coast to Coast NBA pod at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review. Subscribe, download, and tell your friends to listen, please. We are looking to get some more listeners. We've been kind of plateaued at our listener base here for a while now, and we're looking to make another jump. So if you have a friend who you think would like the podcast, please recommend it. Dylan, you did a lot of fucking research. More to come, baby. I love it. I'm so proud of you. So look out uh, later this week, probably next week. Uh, we're going to have a part two or maybe a part three. We'll see how <laughs> how long this I episode. I think this is going to have to be two. Yeah, this is two. We've already recorded for two hours. Let's do. Let's split this up again. We're, we're going to have a part three coming out with <laughs> Dylan's number one greatest player of all time. I, I really hope you enjoyed this. And uh, uh, I hope you enjoy the next one, too. We love you. Dylan, I gotta go. Oh, me too. Gonna go to a beach right now. <laughs>